Hola, hola, Chantani, Chantani, and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Part Two Minute. <laughs> With me, Alex Robinson. <laughs> and me, Andy Robinson. And we're talking about Minute 50. Minute 50, our big giant size 50th episode spectacular. It seems like maybe in a minute by minute one, like 60 should be a bigger thing. Oh, because it's uh, because it's one yeah. hour. Yeah. Huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I feel like maybe you're usually right. fifty, but I feel like yeah. with a, it's like we're not quite an hour in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't I mean, have, doesn't have quite the same zing. I mean, the only reason fifty is a significant number is because it's half of a hundred, and the only yeah. reason hundred is significant is because it's the first three digit number. It's it's kind of arbitrary. Yeah, that's place these arbitrary values and labels on things, Alex. So you're saying right. it should be the emphasis should be on like 47 and maybe I, the prime numbers. <laughs> I say we take the calendar 365 yeah. and yeah. chunk that up. Like 30, your, 30 what's might your favorite be favorite number. <laughs> what are we like four years old? What's your favorite number? <laughs> was that ever? Who a was question? the real Andy Robinson? <laughs> was that ever a question when, when your kids? What's your favorite? number? I know what's your favorite color, but yeah. your number? Oh man. Um. <laughs> Maybe the audience is anticipating that we don't have a huge amount to talk about for this minute. So we're like, you know, what's your favorite number? You know, I'm going to say 51. 51? Yeah, just so you can mm. think about it all week until we record next time. <laughs> wow, so you must be excited because then next week it's all downhill from there. That's right, until we start GF2, yeah. GF3. Zah, zah. Ask me what my favorite number is. Alex, what's your favorite number? Whatever the next one is. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> nice. I but like in it. this case, my favorite is uh, number 50 because that's the minute we're talking about today yeah alex repeat after me a minuto a minuto numero numero cinquenta 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 which means cinquenta i think it's cinquenta cinquenta yeah that's what i'm saying i'm saying it to myself because i oh i I don't i rarely look them up anymore because we've been alex we've been through this before (laughs) i think it's cinquenta yeah cinquenta cinquenta cuatro does that literally mean like five times ten like five it might, yeah, you know, it might be cinquanta. Ugh, I'll ask, I'll answer. Sorry. <laughs> I'm surprised. I would have thought it would be something, because, you know, uh, in Roman numerals, we totally have a new thing now, which I guess is... Uh, oh, yeah. Is it CL? L is 50. L is 50? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I was, I thought maybe in Sicilian, it would be a different, you know, because it's mm. Roman, Roman... Uh, yeah, Roman-based. Similar thing, I guess. Oh, yeah. So, not anyway. sure. Well, uh, in minute number cinquanta, what is it? Cinquanta. 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 We have uh, Jenko and Vito leave the theater. Did you say Jenko or Cinquanto? I said Jenko. Jenko and Vito leave the theater, and the future consigliere advises his soon-to-be godfather to forget about Fenucci. Forget about it. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> On a later date, we see Vito at work delivering grocery. Yes. So, uh, yeah. We're in the thick of it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, so my first question is, uh, Jenko says, he says, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, right. 
And um, I love that, that. That raises an interesting, um, some interesting questions. Just that one line right there, <laughs> yeah. because a um, is this where is this basically Vito learning the lesson to think like those around you think? Mm. So like when Jenko says, "I know what you're thinking," he, Vito's like, "What? How does he know what I'm thinking?" Yeah. Like that's yeah. like a crazy power. So he's like, "I got to yeah, start yeah, trying yeah. to do that." Is that yes. where he got the idea from? possibly I really yeah. like that that question because yeah. I hadn't thought about it and I, I think the English translation which is what we're reading yeah. like I know what you're thinking that's I feel like that's almost like a cliche like hey I know what you're thinking but da, da, oh da, yeah da, da. totally yeah. I never really thought of it as a as a strategy the way you're posing yeah. it now could be though <laughs> where I thought you were going with it was yeah. oh I missed it you just missed oh. it is this the moment where where Vito realizes that Janko might be a good conciliary because he's already Cause he knows what he's into thinking. psychology and thinking about yeah he's thinking yeah. a couple steps hmm. ahead yeah or it could be both yeah um, well the, the other follow up to that was was has Vito done something before that makes that makes Janko think that Vito wants to make trouble yeah yeah good like question. has Vito gotten into fights with other other like ruffians or people mm-hmm. who try to like you know has he does he have a track record of this sort of thing yeah or a track record for uh, being bent out of shape when there are, are injustices right right although who knows maybe he's maybe when he says like I know what you're thinking he means like uh, this is like the eighth time Jenko has fallen for a girl who's been held at knife point you know what I mean? Like it's something totally unrelated to what, to what or like we, we yeah. know Jenko has a, is secretly married this whole time. He's like, listen, yeah. I know what you're thinking. You know, like, I think it's a little more mundane. I think it's uh, Vito. I know what you're thinking. The show itself wasn't that great. Yeah. Was, you know, the story was weak. I know the what you're thinking. Was weak. She's a little pitchy. She's a little pitchy. <laughs> I know the lady's a tramp, but <laughs> <laughs> but I guess the fact that he does specifically say, I know what you're thinking, and Finucci's part of the black, like, it's all mm-hmm. Finucci related. Yeah, so we yeah. have to assume that uh, Jenko thinks that Vito is thinking somehow about, like you said, about he didn't like the fact that Finucci was mm-hmm. uh, was was there. It would be absolutely crazy if it was if the Francis Ford Coppola tapes were discovered, mm-hmm. and it turns out the the Godfather trilogy was filmed to be like a hundred hours long. Yeah. But ninety ninety or two hours of it was just meaningless, kind of dumb things like that. So in the original and Francis Ford Coppola's original script and, yeah. and take, it was now I now Vito, I know what you're thinking. That the show was not very good. And yeah. Vito's like, that's not what I was thinking. Why would you think like just meaningless kind of dumb slapsticky comedy. And that's why he argued so much with Paramount. They were like, you, "What is this? You got to edit all this stuff out." So basically, the movie would have been like, like nineteen hours long. Yeah, and only like what we saw here was the only crime-related stuff. What was in the final movie, and everything else is kind of like a regular day in the life of immigrants in in Italy. No, it was really a romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but all those elements were cut yeah. out. Um. You know, ever since the God, ever since Francis Ford Coppola edited together the two Godfather movies mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, um, bonus cut scenes and, st- and stuff yeah. like that, 
uh, over in Star Wars land, you know, they did a uh, they did a Clone Wars cartoon. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically someone was talking about the idea of editing because it ran for like five seasons. So of editing all the cartoons together and then editing in the movies like as if it's all one big Whoa. one big story. Because the movies do take place because they you within know, pretty much segue periods. right into the to mm, the you know yeah. into the, oh, into the movies. Cool. Uh, but is that it, official but it, or is that like a YouTube? No, no, just like thing. some fan fan theories mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But what's weird about it is that it makes those movies so much like a weird um, like one time where a lot of crazy stuff happens and then like a like there's a long lull oh, where yeah, you know that's right yeah that's <laughs> so right. Uh, that's what like the Godfather would be like instead of it being like this it would be like this regular following these regular Italian immigrants and then suddenly he turns into this crime boss yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's really so cool. yeah I wonder if he has um uh beat up other like criminals and so on yeah gosh in his, uh, in his adventures yeah i don't get that impression or at least the filmmakers don't give you that impression yeah we, yeah we don't see other than Fanucci, we don't see the don do any violence against any non i guess we never see Vito do violence against uh someone who's not a criminal yeah or mikey right. too yeah. for that matter we don't you know see why why because that would not be justice <laughs> <laughs> that's true he had, he had what's coming to him he got mixed up in the rackets <laughs> what is a big experience <laughs> do you think what Michael later says about Captain uh, McCluskey mm-hmm. could be applied to uh, Fanucci about what you, about? Got, you got a uh, man who got mixed up in the rackets a dirty man and got what's He's coming walking around with his white coat <laughs> his white jacket yeah stand him up <laughs> <laughs> stand stand his beak up. So when they're trying to sell the story to like the local immigrants, and stuff, you know, they're like, oh, local black hand guy got got mixed up in the yeah. in something. <laughs> That'd be great if, if that becomes a recurring uh, strategy from Vito's playbook. Anytime they make a move, they always pump up the papers to. So PR spin war it. is the most expensive. Was the is the is the most important war you can fight. I don't need I don't need tough guys. I need PR agents. <laughs> <laughs> One copy editor can uh, make more money, <laughs> win more influence than uh, twenty senators yeah. with nickels and dimes in their pockets. Well, you know who no, does? No, no, I meant that three copy editors <laughs> with one senator, three dimes in his pocket. Um, well, one person who could use a good PR man is Fanucci, because here Vito has been living under the shadow of, of Fanucci. <laughs> Vito has no idea who he is up but, until this point. I mean, is that a better, you think they, better you way to fly think under living the radar? a sheltered life up until now? He's like, you know. Oh, no, I don't mean better for Vito. I mean better oh. for, the, for Fanucci. No. Like only the people that need to know. No. No, I think if you're, uh, if you're Fanucci, you count on, like... Yeah, and I right. guess most crime bosses, you you probably want your repu- you want your friends to underestimate your cruelty. You want to you want to be thought of as a mean a mean sob. I like love how you truly tried to explain it to me for three seconds using the Don's uh, language. But, yeah, no, I hear you. You, you yeah. want your reputation to do most of the work. Yeah, you, the heavy you don't want to have to. You know, blood is a big expense. You'd mm-hmm. rather people just be afraid. They fear you. Yeah, rather than actually have to do the to put in the legwork. Well, what else you got, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so Jenko then goes on to re-explain 
the fact that he's the black hand that he's he's he takes businesses from all the other mm-hmm. uh, Italian uh, neighbors. Yeah, and Vito for those that can't protect themselves. Yeah, because Vito's surprised. He says, "Why does why does he pick on other Italians?" Yeah, he, yeah, he asks, "Is he Italian?" Yeah, <laughs> if he is, why does he pick on other Italians? It's not great. It's so it's such a dated uh, attitude, I guess. Well, is it? I I'm, I, th- I think it is. You think you think Italians should pick on other Italians? No, I'm saying that it seems odd that someone like nowadays it would be very strange or be stranger for someone to say like, "Oh, why are you uh, not giving this guy a job? He's Polish too." Oh, so like people looking out for people of their own culture. Right, but this is like the opposite. He's preying on those people. Yeah, but the fact that Vito points that out, Vito is surprised by that. Another because way, another way of saying what Vito is he ass- expressing, he would he's assumed like, that that people would leave their own group alone. Yes, that yeah. they would not prey on each other. Yeah. And, and another way Vito could have said it is, if he's if he's Italian, why doesn't he go after the Jews or the Polacks yeah. or the Irish? Yeah. It just it just seems dated. Well, it's to some extent. I mean, they're racist now, and people that stick together, of course, of course, Alex. I'm not naive. <laughs> Who's being naive now, Alex? <laughs> well, that's what I. That's an interesting. Um, like, how does when Vito takes over, mm-hmm. does he not take money from Italians? What do you mean, take money from them? Like, like um, in the gambling business. Okay, let's assume, like, <clears throat> yeah, gambling, whatever. Does he only, does he only like, run crooked gambling operations and not let Italians play? Because oh, no, no. Well, I think by that point, like, right. everyone's involved. They're making money off of everybody. So it's more the naivete of Vito, like, yeah. that he thinks that, oh, yeah. that would protect you from... It's also weird, given that from where he came from, he had literally had to flee the country from other other Sicilians, yeah. so... But maybe maybe when he thought, once you're among, like, other groups, that you guys would all stick together yeah. and, like, point the spears outward rather than fighting each other yeah. for the... For the yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, although I guess it kind of... It, 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 like, like Jenko says, it makes sense because he knows... There's no, one, no one's going to protect these low-level... Italian people whereas if he went into an Irish neighborhood and was suddenly like oh, you give me money you know what I mean yeah. like then whoever is controlling the Italian neighborhood would come over to him and be like get the hell out of here yeah. get out of here you Italian bastard go watch your beak elsewhere so I guess they all probably mostly bred they mostly preyed on their own on their own people yeah they probably huh. tried to go into other neighborhoods, mm-hmm. but he's like, "Ah, I mean, can you do that? You see, you what? What is he saying? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Why, well, rather give me five books? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you got anything else about Fanuch? Fanuch, Vito, and the Fanuch? The Fanuch. <laughs> that's what his friends call him. Um, Nucci. That's what they call him. Nucci. Nucci. The, the, the Nucci. <laughs> Uh, no, I do have uh, just a couple follow-up items, but what else you got for the minute? Well, uh, like we said, not a heck of a lot going on, but mm-hmm. when uh, at the very end of the scene where you see um, old New York, you see Vito, yeah. uh, you know, uh, this, is this really the first time you see it during daytime? Because other than that, we just saw the theater, right? We yeah, didn't I think see so. Yeah, you local... saw them in his apartment. 
Right. With Sonny crying in yeah. the crib. Yeah. But Sonny think, crying. He's like, uh, what am yeah. I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little baby. What am I going to do? That's why he turned out to be such a stupid jerk, because uh, everyone was making fun of him as a kid when he's a baby. Oh, he's crying. crying all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, little, baby, little baby gonna get cry on the causeway little baby crying on the causeway <laughs> who's gonna get shot on the causeway who's, who's got a great big dick <laughs> uh, the the street there that he's walking on is filmed actually on location in New York City uh, oh. it's on 6th street um, between uh, Avenue A and Avenue B. All right, in Manhattan, uh, I saw a picture of it online. It looks completely different, not surprisingly. Mm. Um, uh, and this is of course before they had like CGI where they could totally just put in a digital backdrop of anything. So they yeah. really had to decorate the whole street to make it look like, you know, like a uh, nineteen seventeen uh, street. Yeah, it's so cool uh, looking. Yeah. It's so cool looking, and it would be great to visit a place like that. But I'm guessing, like the day to day living of, in that kind of scene, maybe might not be so good. Like I don't know, hygiene and oh uh, yeah, like like a plumbing and all that. Yeah, most places probably at this point did not have indoor plumbing. You probably had to go in the back to like an outhouse type yeah. situation. I wonder if there pro- there's a lot of produce in this scene too. You see yeah. a lot of stands and vegetables and fruit. Yeah. And I wonder how fresh that was. Hmm. Like you would you would assume that back then it was better quality, uh, but I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, I'm going to say the quality it probably was fresher because it was probably grown, you know, nearby, much closer than our yeah. than New York City. They grow crops today. Yeah. Um. But of course, they didn't have all modern pesticides and you know, GMOs so and everything like that. Better. So every, yeah. the fruit was probably all like smaller. Yeah dirtier like more yeah. you know imperfect i yeah. guess is a way of yeah. putting it yeah um so uh yeah and probably rotted a lot faster yeah so i meant to check is jenko's uh, is the abandando grocery the same storefront as the jenko olive oil company oh, good question whereas this was this where pop gets shot by uh by um does pop get shot in front of the Jenko Olive Oil company? five times. I don't. E- I didn't even notice that that was his shot. I don't. E- uh, shop. I didn't. Yeah. Even well, think he, we they talked about remember it. him and Fredo. He's like Fredo, get the car, and then he just comes right out, goes to the fruit store. Yeah. No, I did. I, and then you know, uh, I don't even think I put two and two together that that was the Jank, the same shop. Huh. That weird. Sure. I thought it was just some store. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't I know. I wonder if, if it's the same. I don't line. know if the grocery is the same as the. I think later on we do see them put it. I think. In a flashback later on, we see them putting up the Jenko sign, yeah. so we'll, we'll to keep an eye. Yeah, for, and I think that. there's a uh, baby Hyman Roth in that in that shot too. Is there really? A baby? Yeah, baby, not Hyman not Roth. a baby, not a baby, but like a, a teen. Or, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Like I baby watched. Yoda. I watched all the um, deleted scenes because I know we've been talking oh, about uh, yeah. there is a deleted scene where you see Finucci get attacked mm. and he does the thing where he catches it in his hat. Oh, just you like, see that. Just like they describe in the book. Wow. So, uh, and Vito sees it? Yeah, Vito, Vito is, is making a delivery and then he, he sees um, the Finucci getting getting roughed up and then so Vito kind of like hides in the shadows and then uh, you see Finucci, they, they grab him, they try to cut his throat and uh, 
far from what I said, like, it's like just kind of acting like a tough guy. He just goes like, ah, and literally just runs down this, runs down the alleyway shrieking and trying oh to catch gosh. the blood. So he's, he's not at all cool about it. He's wow. totally just like, you know. Wow. Interesting. So uh, interesting that they cut that out, but I think it was a good move to cut it out because it makes the upcoming scene where Vito stalks him and, and rubs him out just much more badass. Yeah. I guess. And risky. Yeah, I guess if you see that he's vulnerable, you can understand why it works for the character, but it does make it less dramatic, knowing yeah. that he, you know, just that anyone can kind of just beat him. There yeah. was seven scenes where he was jumped by various people. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why are we paying this guy? No one's paying him. <laughs> Jenko's like, just forget about it, Fino. Do you, think, do you think Jenko is really Fanucci's consigliere? And that's why he's oh, like, oh. Vito, don't, uh, don't make any trouble. Don't make any trouble. Whoa. And that's why when Fanucci gets killed, Jenko's looking for work as a consigliere. We knew. He's like, I got this is a perfect way to take Fanucci out. Oh, like, and I'll be, yes. And I'll be one step closer to And I'll be the puppet master controlling so, this meathead, uh, this meathead uh, Corleone yes, guy. So it's Jenko all along. <laughs> wow. So he's like, I know what you're thinking. That Don Fanucci is mean, but we have to pay him. You know, he's... he's He's, he's threatening us. Right? Like, Come on, let's let me take you out to dinner. He's holding. He's a lot of money because he's uh, <laughs> just got from the uh, this Jenko. And Jenko happened to give Vito the night off when he sees Don Fanucci getting mugged by those three guys. Mm. Right? Don't put the idea. In yeah, his that he's weak. <laughs> you had him deliver groceries right, like right past the uh, right past. The and, you know uh, it wasn't even Fanucci. It was a, it was an actor that Janko hired. Whoa, because that's because he knows from people being backstage at the theater. That's where he the actor. It's, it's the Mamma Mia guy. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the Fanucci understudy actor. That's the faux Nucci. Oh, see, wait, it wasn't even Fanucci. No, in the it was all <laughs> No, Fanucci at the theater really did leave. Yeah. But Janko and Vito went backstage, and that's when uh, Senor, what's his name, the actor? Panino? Panino. Oh, wait, wasn't he still on stage when they were? No, 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 they le- all left. And so they go backstage, yeah. but so on their way out, that's when Panino also leaves the stage and goes and does a quick change oh, and goes okay. to become Don Fanucci. Don Fanucci, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like, I picture There really being, is no Don Fanucci. <laughs> towards, <laughs> towards the end of the movie and they show the same scenes but it's like obvious that it's the, it's yeah. the Panino and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's when we had Johnny and some of his Hollywood friends take over some roles too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest role Panino Don Panino ever played with the ironies you could never tell anyone about oh, it because they had to Vito, Vito could never know it's like Cuba with the moon landing like he had yeah. to he just totally had a, you know if you watch the if you watch the Without Mama show he mm-hmm. planted clues in there letting you know that he was really oh. a Fanucci the whole time <laughs> Because yeah, um, in the song he sings when they're leaving, he's like the English interpretation is, "Mama, I miss Mama. Where can I wet my beak now? <laughs> Where can I wet my beak <laughs> now? Now? <laughs> oh no! That was such a such a uh, like a nineteen vaudeville era musical." Uh, uh, flourish her style yeah yeah just a little uh yeah a pickup note i don't know what you call it. like i don't know no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So you got what yeah. else you got? You got anything else? Uh, I don't have anything for this minute. Like you said, it's a very, very quick minute, and a yeah. lot of, it's really a transition minute. But I do have a follow up to our Latin scholar Pete Carucci's note from last week. Let yeah. me know when you're done with this minute. Okay. Well, the only the other thing I had, we see a car at the very end of the scene. And um, automobiles were still fairly rare at that point in mm-hmm. American uh, life. Okay. Um, uh, in 1916, this the scenes take place in 1917, but this is the closest. A car cost $875. Wow. Uh, this is expensive. This is at the time where uh, the income for a white man, the average income was $687. So roughly a year's, a little more than a year's salary to buy oh. a car wow, okay. back then. Uh, gas was fifteen cents. Gas was fifteen cents a gallon. Wow, that seems expensive too. That's that does seem expensive. Well, I think yeah. it, that more reflects how our prices now are artificially kept lower. Oh yeah, and also probably there weren't as many gas stations, there weren't as many yeah, processing centers. It's yeah, much yeah. cheaper to produce gas. It was, now. It was probably a big luxury. To yeah, have a car. Right. And- well, plus it's something you don't really think about, but there weren't a lot of paved roads. Oh yeah. So like you know. It wasn't uh, necessarily the uh, the most comfortable yeah. th- thing to ride around in because you'd be like, <laughs> you know, you'd be all. Uh, when were the subways created in New York? Oh, I feel like it was the late eighteen hundreds. Oh, so they're around at this time. Uh, you know, I wonder. In we're New very York. limited. Well, that's a good question. Yeah. You know what? We'll ask. We'll, ask, we'll, we'll answer. answer. Um, yeah, I assumed they were later. The first uh, car company uh. in the United States mm-hmm. uh, was 1895. Do you want to guess how many car manufacturing companies there have been in the United States since 1895? I know there were a lot. Oh, I know for a while there were a bunch of them. Getting say, warmer. <laughs> getting warmer. I'm going to say 40. 40 car companies. Yeah. You think there were 40 car companies? Between that time, and 1895, now? and now, 40? Yeah. I bet even more. But most of them just like... We're around for a little while. Yeah. How many? Um, 1,900 car Whoa, companies have been around. 3,000 different makes of automobile wow. have been made in the United States since. Uh, and I think you're right. Probably a lot of those companies were just like, they were only existed like 1897 to 1899. Yeah, <laughs> you know limited I mean? edition. Yeah, they just did like, <laughs> whoa, like they made like four cars and then they're like, yeah. oh, this is, too, this is too hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People can afford the car. They can't afford the gas. <laughs> hey, talk about limited edition. <laughs> Four choice words. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess they're in The Godfather. There are a lot of scenes in. There are a lot of climax, a lot of dramatic scenes in cars. Yeah. So right. uh, everything from uh, what have we seen so far? In this, well, we saw in the whole everything in GF one, everything, and up to now, so far, yeah. Well, McCluskey frisked, uh, Mm -hmm. he frisked a thousand young punks in those cars, and the Lou turn. We saw the Lou turn. We saw, Mm -hmm. um, of course, uh, we we discovered that it was Barzini all along in a car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, There was a car blown up off camera (laughs) in the the Corleone yard. Yeah. And uh, what about? Oh, Sonny did get shot in in the car. And yeah, then he got true. out. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was so badass. He got shot in the car and outside the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Alex, you know what time this is. It's a time to go off the charts. If you're not supporting the podcast, but if you do want to get on the charts, go to godfatherminute.com dot com slash support. 
for just a buck a show, you can listen to the rest of this episode and all the archives of the bonus footage. Mm-hmm. You can listen to it tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow.